Thank you. So, um, Treehouse Tales are delighted to have the opportunity to chat with Marina Cantacuzino, a journalist and collector of stories, founder of the Forgiveness Project. Thank you so much for joining us today, Marina. You're welcome. Bye. Hi. I wonder if you could start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and about the Forgiveness Project. Yeah, my background's journalism. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I worked as a journalist for, freelance journalist for about 15 years, collecting and writing stories. And in 2003, I started, funded the Forgiveness Project entirely because of some, what I call them restorative stories. I'd started collecting them in response to the Iraq War. Mm -hmm. Stories of forgiveness, compassion, empathy from both perpetrator and victim mm -hmm. perspectives. And it was just something I needed to do as a private bit, sort of journalistic project. Um, but I had no idea of the success, or the interest, I should say, in these stories. They became an exhibition called The F Word. Yes. And they had strong portraits, and they were written up in sort of first-person narratives. But people, I think they really tapped into this deep public feeling that there's an alternative to violence other mm. than meeting it further violence. And then my life just was taken off in a completely different direction. I was no longer just a freelance journalist. I was running an organisation called the Forgiveness Project. Um, mm -hmm. And using stories, that's what we do. At the, the foundation of everything we do is around real stories, which model transformation. Yeah. That's, you know, I thought that's, that was kind of unique in a way. People have a lot to say about forgiveness. Mm. But it's usually academics or experts of some mm. way or another. Mm. And I just wanted people who'd experienced the process mm. um, and, and really to explore what it meant because it's a highly complex subject. Yes. Which I've learned along the way. Yes. So um, what um, would you say about your own relationship to forgiveness and its importance in your life? Because I guess there has to be some kind of resonance between how you're living your own life and the work you're doing. Yes. I mean, the stories we share, you know, across multiple platforms are pretty extreme stories. And I certainly don't have one of those. Mm. I think that's really my, my journalistic bent in a way. Because mm. I knew you needed to grab people's attention that was how to do it. But I've always been fascinated, fascinated in the subject. I really don't know where. Um, I don't have huge wounds, as far as I know, other than sort of intergenerational trauma stuff that comes, you know, down the line, as it were, through yeah. parents and grandparents and refugees and genetic illnesses and all that. I mean, I did have a disabled brother who died at 17, who had a terminal illness. I think I became kind of used to the fact that life wasn't fair mm. and that life was quite full of suffering and that it was up to you to make what you wanted of that. Mm. And I do, I've never quite understood, I have therapist friends who often say to me, come on, what was it, what was it, why are you so interested in forgiveness? It's got to be something to do with your childhood. And I've never actually quite identified it other than that i've always wanted to see the other point of view i've always been interested in why people harm each other mm. of the damage that we can do um and i think my own experience in a way um really informed the work that i went on to do because even as a journalist i was always trying to tell stories that would help 
Stories can harm as much as they can heal. And that was always, I felt the power of narrative and I wanted to make a difference. Yeah. And then forgiveness just came along because I was kind of fascinated. What is it? What is this? And I've learned a lot about it over the last 12, mm. 13 years. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I, I was thinking about forgiveness and sometimes I wonder if for some people it just strikes as an old-fashioned word perhaps that might for them have rather negative connotations or associations with religion. How, how do you get over that sort yeah. of barrier in your conversations with people? Well, that's, that's a tough one because you're right and I learned that fairly swiftly mm. that there are people who make they see it as something quite sanctimonious, mm. um, as you say, religious, um, often weak, and you know they have very strong opinions about it. Mm. But equally, there are people who are very inspired by it. So I was always aware that it cut public opinion down the middle like a guillotine. Mm. Those who inspired and those who were fronted, and that's why. Um, for a long time, I wondered whether to change the name of the Forgiveness Project, because actually the stories are m about much more than forgiveness. Mm. And some of them actually battle with the whole concept of forgiveness. But they behave, everyone whose stories we share behaves in a forgiving way and explore what forgiveness means and empathy and compassion, all those elements are there as well. But the reason why I didn't change the name is because it generated such a fruitful conversation because, as you say, people have these assumptions and um, prejudices around the concept, I think. And I, the reason why I find it fascinating and complex is because there is no adequate definition, because everyone has their own idea of what it is. Mm. Um, and the people who believe it's conditional on remorse and apology, and there are equally those who think it's got nothing to do with remorse and apology and is an act of self healing and self-preservation mm. to wait for a more apology or just putting the power back into the hands of the person who's hurt you. Mm. So, you know, I, I've asked, and I think there is a danger that forgiveness can be seen as just for the mentally strong or the morally superior or the religious or the good. And I don't think it's any of those things. I mean, I think it's, it's quite selfish in a way. It can be mm. about looking after yourself and putting your own needs first. Um, and and it kind of severs the ties. I think that's that's why I find it so powerful in a way that people are able to sever the ties with the people or the events that have hurt them. Mm. So it is a pain management strategy that kind of works for some people. And I'm very clear that it's just some people. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wants to forgive. Okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine, you know, because yeah. it's not for everybody in all circumstances. Mm. Mm. I was fortunate enough to be able to hear you speak at the Greenbelt Festival in 2015 um, and I remember then um, you saying that all friendships of any length involve continued, mut continued mutual forgiveness and that, that struck me um, quite powerfully and then I was thinking again about the sort of mantra in our culture which suggests you know you can choose your friends but you can't choose your family and I was wondering um, how much you think that idea influences people's readiness to forgive within families yeah I 
that quote actually all friendships um of any length are based on continued mutual forgiveness is from david white the philosopher i was quoting him oh okay <laughs> uh, but it struck me as eminently true yeah and i think with with families it's a kind of like a whole different thing because they're in our lives and um you know the history of what we've encountered with them over the years leaves an imprint deep imprint and it seems to me that when people come and talk to me about forgiveness when we put on our exhibitions when we have events the one thing that comes back is like the problems people have are around family members very mm. often in pursuit of revenge mostly because of something that someone has done or hasn't done mm-hmm. and it's this need to sort of control the environment um and all i can say is that those people who are able to process that and deal with that and move on from that have a more possibly have a, a broader perspective of life so that i and this is where forgiveness kind of fits in because I've always seen forgiveness and think putting people the people who say that life is morally complicated that good people do bad things that bad things happen to good people that we can't expect life to be fair and that in a way what we're forgiving is humanity love for failing and that we are all connected the big the problem with often um, grievances within families is that it's this thing about fairness, I think, you know, that it's not fair yes. that somebody has misbehaved. Uh-huh. And the trouble is, uh, you know, often it will never be fair. Justice will never be done. So what do you do with that? Yeah. And I have watched for some people actually move on from, a, from that and be able to let go and sort of rebuild relationships. And it's all to do with just a change of perspective. Yes. Yeah. And that's not, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really think blame, you know, is to- it can be very toxic. Mm. 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 Yeah, you, you answered a question then as well, I remember, about um, someone in the audience asked whether f- forgiveness is an individual issue or a contract between two people. And you said that it's both and. And in family therapy, that's a concept we often use, you know, the idea of um, making a middle path between two two dialectics and using that both and type of expression. Can you say a little bit more about that in relation to forgiveness, the individual versus the contract between more than one person? Yeah, but you see, I think in, in, a, in a relationship setting, slightly different i think it probably is a contract more often a contractual relationship because um you're building relationships and you're probably although i think desmond tutu says something very good about that he said you know when something is damaging your relationship is damaging you damaging you release or renew he says you can still forgive and walk away yeah release or you can rebuild and renew. If we're talking about renewing a relationship and staying within that relationship, I think it's it is about reconciliation. Mm. Forgiveness becomes about reconciliation at that point. Mm. Um, but if you're talking about self-healing um, and moving on, then I think it's about this much more this sense of forgiving 
humanity itself for failing and for the frailty of, mm. of all of us as human mm. beings for not being able to meet the expectations and assumptions that other people have. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Um, so one of the things that Treehouse Tales is doing is um, planning a day's retreat for families to come away and consider together ideas around forgiveness from the Tutu book, the book of forgiveness. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's where he says that. Quote, yes, sorry. about renewing and releasing, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't expect you to um, endorse what we're doing because you don't know anything about us, but I wonder how you would encourage our listeners to con consider attending something like that. Well, you know, I do think forgiveness is, is a really, if nothing else, fascinating subject, and self-forgiveness mm. as well. And it links to self-blame, um, and we all carry grudges and grudges and grievances that perhaps we want to shift. And it's a way of starting that conversation. Mm. I mean, that's mm. what we do at the Forgiveness Project. We're not teaching people how to forgive. Mm. We're trying to open up the conversation. Yes. And then let yeah. people make up their own minds. Yes. Um, and it actually is much more, much broader. But I think some people think it is. I think some people think, you know, forgiveness is about excusing and condoning um, and about rewarding bad behaviour or about having some sort of magical key to serenity. Mm. Um, but I think the great thing about any sort of group discussions, is it group discussions? Yes, about? it will be. We'll yeah. be inviting several families yeah. to come along together. Yeah, that you can learn so much from each other. Yes. I think we find this because we run a prison programme as well, and people come into the room very, very sceptical and resistant. Um, and we're not teaching them how to forgive. We're actually using forgiveness as a way into a broader conversation about responsibility and healing. Mm. Mm. And we find that, you know, people have extraordinary stories and experiences to tell, as well as fascinating insights and um, yes. explanations and definitions and I just think it's well worth it I mean the, the only other thing I want to say about within a domestic or family or friend situation sometimes forgiveness is not the right conversation to have because mm -hmm. I was thinking about this the other day say that you've had a row with somebody and you both feel equally hurt or resistant and sure that you're right. And then slowly it kind of, you know, thaws and you're friendly again by the evening. Then the next morning the person comes down and says, oh, by the way, I've been thinking about what happened to this. I want you to know I forgive you. Mm. I mean, then it becomes like an act of aggression. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I really think that, you know, we have to be very careful with the language yeah. and it's much more yeah. about behaviour. Yes. Yes. That's interesting, yeah. That's a really good point. Um, so not wanting to get too caught up in, in the use who's of right, particular words. Yeah. 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 It might just be about how you act out in the world and how you behave and that you're not doing more damage and that you're listening better or having compassion or, you know, and it might not actually be exactly about forgiveness. Yeah. But I think it's a great way in to actually find to look at um, things that are stuck, you know, that's why I mentioned forgiveness is about unsticking mm. 
deeply embedded. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and I really appreciate you giving the time. I'm going to, well, to talk to you. Thank you. I'm just going to stop the recording. Brilliant, that's hopefully that. Thank you very much indeed. 